Hey guys, so um, let's start off with uh, the game for tomorrow and the Thursday night game, Steelers versus Vikings. Now I covered that game last. Uh, I'm pretty sure around this week, right before Thursday. Um, so here is my take on it. So obviously the Vikings won 36-28, and right now I'm pulling up the stats. So, surprisingly, Vikings actually came out firing. Because I watched this game as well. Vikings came out firing at 23 points in the first uh, like the first half, which is first quarter, six, six points. And second quarter, 17 points. Now, if you were watching that game, you would also know Davin Cook was on fire, even with the injured shoulder. And my predictions were he was going to stay out for two to three weeks. And according to other professionals, it was also the case. They also thought he would be staying out for two to three weeks, but they put him type of so- some type of shoulder strap, and he was playing that game. Uh, so there was one interception, but this will be still a stats, but this one interception from Ben Roethlisberger stats with 300 yards, three touchdowns. Out of 40 attempts thrown, he got 28 completed. Rushing Najee Harris, averaging 4.7 yards a carry, also. 94 yards, Don, Deontay Johnson, their receiver, jet sweep, uh, 7 yards, Ben Roethlisberger, 5, Chase Claypool, 2, and Ben, Benny Snell Jr., negative 2. Chase Claypool with 93 yards, so actually in this game, not many players actually got above 100 yards in this. But, um, uh, yeah, what I'm seeing here is Chase Claypool had like 93 yards. 11.6 averaging after the catch, and receptions, 8. 93 yards with 8 receptions is a good average, although having your receivers under 100 is not the best or the most ideal thing to do against a offense that can fire out super strong in the first quarter. Um, This, like, like the top two were... Uh, Don, Deontay Johnson with 76 yards. He also dropped a lot of catches thrown his way. That is probably what affected Ben Roethlisberger's completion percentage. Although Ben Roethlisberger did throw some weird, unnecessary throws. Um, defense, uh, two picks from Akilo Witherspoon, a former 49er. Uh, so, this, like, the defense was starting to get a little better at stopping the run at a certain point, probably third or fourth quarter, but they weren't able to stop it fully or successfully. Um, that's really all for the, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers side. Now, if you, let's look at the Vikings. Kirk Cousins with 216 yards, so surprisingly less than Ben Roethlisberger. But we did put a lot of yards for running. Uh, 205 yards from Dalvin Cook with 27 carries, averaging 7.6 yards and two TDs. Kirk threw in two interceptions, two TDs, 216 yards, and out of 31 throws, 14 were completed. That's a, I'm pretty sure that's like a 45% completion rate. Not the best, but could do better. Uh, second was Alexander Madison with 27, Kirk Cousins 14. That was that big run where he took off. Uh, Justin Jefferson with negative four. KJ Osborne. 
surprisingly got the most amount of yards with the less amount of receptions. If you don't know, he was the one to catch that big, uh, that big catch at that last moment. It was in the fourth quarter. He was the only one to get that seven points on the fourth quarter. And then we did two three pointers in the third quarter. Um, Tyler, uh, Tyler Conklin, Justin Jefferson, uh, both kind of are like below a hundred. Actually, Justin Jefferson is seventy nine, but averaged eleven yards, eleven point three yards. Uh, one TD. Same as KJ Osborne, one TD, but twenty seven point seven average. Um, Tyler Conklin with zero touchdowns, but as you all know, Tyler, Tyler Conklin. Sorry for butchering his name, is very useful in the red zone and is super helpful when, like, in stressful situations. Devin Cook, obviously, screens, checkdowns, play a big part in that. Other players, uh, like Christopher Hendren the fifth, uh, one of their tight ends, former Jet, 17 yards, one reception. Alexander Madison with zero, although he does count because there was an attempt thrown to him. Rashad Breeland with one pick, seven tackles, one assisted uh, tackle, zero sacks. Eric Kendricks with one sacks, five tackles, six assists. Xavier Woods with five tackles, two two assists. Uh, Anthony Barr with four tackles, five assists. And this goes on and on. Um, defense kind of broke down around in the third and fourth quarter. Like, they let a huge deficit, and if we think about it, I don't think the Vikings would have survived if they didn't get that one touchdown in the fourth quarter. It's all praises to KJ Osborne for that. Uh, I don't know why KJ Osborne is on the defensive side of the football right now on the stats. I don't know if it's glitch or he played something. I don't know if you would consider special teams that though. Uh, punting Jordan Berry one punt, I guess. Uh. 12 points for Greg Joseph, 42 was his longest, although he did miss uh, one field goal and one extra point. Uh, in total yards, the Vikings take the cake in uh, total yards, not in passing yards, but in rushing yards, they dominate yards per play. Vikings dominate that as well. There's actually equal first downs, which is surprisingly hard to see. Out of 14 third, uh, third down efficiencies, uh, out of 13 times Steelers came across that, they got it four times. Out of 14 times we came across it, we got it five times. A fourth down efficiency, they got out of the two times they did it, they succeeded, succeeded 100%. Out of the one time Vikings did it, they succeeded in that as well. Total plays, Vikings 67 and Steelers 69. Sacks allowed. Steelers offensive line, if you watch that game, the center never really snapped the ball. I don't know if it was a rookie, the stadium was too loud, or he couldn't hear anything. Because every time Ben Roethlisberger kept clapping or stomping or saying something, the man didn't snap it. But I'm going to let that go. But they did allow us to sack them five times. Punts, uh, we had three punts. They had six penalties. They had less penalties by one, but had less yards at the same time. Zero fumbles lost, interceptions thrown, Vikings threw twice, um, and Steelers threw once. Time of possession was given more to the Vikings by surprisingly one minute, around one minute. I'm not saying it's exact, but I'm just guessing one minute. Around here. Now, if you let's 
look at the Saints and Jets. I'm gonna review every. I'm gonna review two more games and then go to another episode for the next two games and keep doing that. Uh, so we got the New Orleans Saints at the New York Jets. Now, if I go to, New- we all know that we're expecting Saints to win, but they have lost to the Eagles. They have lost to the Falcons, and they have lost to a lot of teams that they shouldn't have lost to. Um, now that Taysom Hill is under center, though, they did have a, a surprisingly great job with the Cowboys that they faced. So I'm expecting them to win against the Jets. This should not be a... I'm not going to consider this the most thrilling game. Uh, Jets fans, um, the, you have what? You need QB situation. You could just hire another QB instead of trying to rough it out in the draft. But yeah, because we you overdo Zach Wilson, and then Justin Fields is actually doing good. Honestly, I think he's better than Trevor Lawrence in this case. Um, uh, we all know the Jets lost a lot of their games. Like it's not at all funny. It's so sad. Uh, but then. It's, I guess, okay. Now we got the Panthers, okay? Panthers versus Falcons. This should be an interesting one, as this is the spot, uh, fight for the third spot or second spot. Let me go back to standings and check that before I listen. Okay, this is actually the fight to stay in second, because Panthers, Falcons, and Saints are all five and seven. Panthers with the two-game losing streak, Falcons with the one-game loss streak, and Saints absolutely the worst loss streak i've seen them with five losses in a row vikings with the one win streak packers one win streak bears lost one lions one one uh so i'm expecting this to be a close one because if you go look at their old uh their old game Panthers Falcons, this is with sam donald they won that game they lost to the Patriots. They beat the Panthers. In fact, their backup QB, and this is when Cam got signed. Uh, they beat the Cardinals 34-10. Surprising. Washington and Panthers, I didn't ex- exactly expect them to lose. But I didn't expect them to uh, come out highly on top as it's Ron Rivera. He's worked with Cam Newton for a long time. But their loss to Dolphins was very unique. Um. I don't think they may, I don't know if they will play Cam, or they may play Cam, but only give him, like, a small chance. See what he's doing. If he's doing bad, may go ahead and use a backup. Uh, after that game, they have the Bills on December 19th. And, yeah. Uh, this is week 14, by the way. So, if, so if you're confused what week I'm talking about, week 14. Uh, now, I'm going to end the podcast right now. And I'm going to go for another two games. Uh, the, what you're going to be expecting in that podcast will be the Seahawks versus Texans and the Raiders versus Chiefs.